0: Hey there you curious and naughty minds, it's your host Kinky Caitlin and welcome to the Ego Girlfriend podcast. We're here to crank up the heat, unleash your confidence, demystify periods and venture into the world of sexual empowerment without holding back a single secret. This space is all about embracing our beautifully flawed selves. No sugarcoating, just pure realness, vulnerability and unapologetically authenticity and plenty of cheekiness along the way. And while we're all about the fun, remember when it comes to professional advice and support, seek guidance from the experts. So are you ready to dive into this wild, empowering and oh so juicy ride? Buckle up because we're about to turn up the heat and break those taboos and speak a whole lot of truth because there is no shame about desiring for more. Let's get spicy because you got girlfriend. Hey girlfriends and welcome to another episode. I am mm, so excited for this podcast episode. Because not only are we going to really turn you on, (laughs) but we're actually going to be taking this from a new place. Because right now I'm singing in a new studio. I'm so excited because it's just nice and raunchy and it's just got all the feels and I'm so excited. So I'll talk a little bit more about that later on. But this episode is heavily focused on women making sound during sex. Oh. One of the reasons why we need to actually establish this is because not only do I really advocate for women speaking up and sharing their voice in what they want with words, but there's something that women don't realise on when you actually make noise during sex. (laughs) Oh my goodness. If you want to be relaxed, if you really want to be turned on, this is your chance to do it. What I noticed is when I did a course ages ago, there was this amazing pathway on how you can actually really create this throat chakra. So throat chakra is around obviously your throat. And if we're going through like a spiritual lens here, this part is where you have a lot of trauma because... You either haven't spoken up about it or you've had conversations that were difficult or you find during sex that you don't actually want to speak up. And this part here, the muscle around it needs some work. And what's really fascinating is when you actually warm up your vocals, you actually are then more inclined to be relaxed. And that's a real sexy thing because as soon as you open up, your throat's chakra, you actually are then opening up the presence of your vulva area. Now that sounds (laughs) nice and uh, what the heck are you talking about, Caitlin? But if you really just take on the fact that you just make this humming sound, mm, you can already feel the vibrations. Now as soon as you start humming, you actually get a bit of a tingle. Now the tingle is going to predominantly be in your neck, but what it also does secretly, it actually is sending the vibrations and the nerves and the senses down to your vulva area. (laughs) When you're making noise, this will then create a space for you to open up fully. And one way to get out of your head and really into your body is by moving it around and shifting it. So when you actually make noise through your throat chakra, you're actually then creating space for your body to relax. It's like this connection between your brain and your body and you want it to sort of have a clear pathway. So when you actually make noise, it channels down into that area. And sometimes we have had some limitations and sometimes when we talk, we actually will go like <laughs> or cough or we will, you know, choke on our own words because we haven't conditioned our speech, we haven't conditioned our voice, we haven't warmed it up. Or we have this real barrier that's actually stopping us from speaking up as well. So even sometimes when people sneeze, that's actually a form of movement that's going on as well. And one of the things that people say that if you are making noise during sex, then it's either an association with, with porn or that... A lot of people have had to hush their noise because if they've got kids or they have to sort of kind of keep it under low because they may not be enjoying it as well. But what I found that when I've done the throat chakra work is that it actually does eliminate your mindset when you have sex. It eliminates it away because it actually is a way of connecting with yourself. So even if you have to at some point and you're like, I need to relax my body, I need to just get into the mood and you might be already taking action, you might be kissing, you might be, you know, doing the beginning phase of when you're actually interacting with someone. But that part is when you actually need to be warming up your vocal cords then because when you do that, you silence the unnecessary voices that come from your mindset And you're actually then tapping into your body and you're feeling what is actually going on from there. And that's what I love about knowing all these little tips to then get you ready and to get you going. I know that I've actually helped people train in this area because they found that there was sort of an embarrassment or there was something wrong with them if they were making noise or didn't sound right or they think that they didn't have the right voice to be able to speak up when they come to having sex. And I've really had to help them that it does not matter about the sound of your voice. If anything, you're going to actually enjoy it more when you are taking on that approach. And I love it because it also reminds us that we have to stop thinking about what others think of us. We have to be selfish and we actually have to do what we want for ourselves. And one of the ways that I actually help some of my clients is... I get them to just focus on like humming or making a soft noise that doesn't take them to the acceleration of the heightened one. And then we practice on actually getting it to be really high and really loud. And you'll notice that if you actually progressively get your voice to go louder and louder, your whole body heats up, your whole body connects. And that's why whenever you've had an argument or a fight with someone and you've been really heated, your body is then diffusing off that as well because you're energetically shifting so much and that one is more of a toxic release rather than a real pleasurable release. So we don't want to associate anger and yelling with our pleasure-making noises that comes when it, when it comes into course. So it's so important that we are actually making... Noises that bring our central side out and also our kinky side out because, you know, come on here, it's kinky Caitlin here. (laughs) We've got to spice some things up. But then we've also got to understand that when we are doing the noises that we will feel uncomfortable at first. Absolutely we will because we're so avoidant of it. We don't want to do it and that's where it gets really caught up as well. So what I recommend is just starting with like a humming mm, and then actually progressively turning it into like a wave or if you're driving a car, like you're swerving. So like, mm, and that just shows that you can change the difference because when you're in the moment, you're going to have moments that are really high and there's going to be moments where you just feel like you're in this low pitch voice and you're like, okay, that was like, Mm, that felt good and then you'd be like, oh, <laughs> for another reason. So it's interesting when you start to take control of your voice, you're then taking control of what you want for yourself as well. And one of the other things is actually creating then once you've started to establish the humming, it's then actually getting words in and because it's easy to just start off with "mm." and actually humming, but then if you take it to another level where you're actually saying words that are complimenting you, that are making you feel good, then that's a little bit more discomforting for a lot of people. So what you can do is just, this is where the dirty talk comes in. (laughs) This is where you get a little bit juicy, a little bit fiery, and you know that the good stuff is coming. So this is when you really want to be, ...having the combination of humming and then the words. So it could be an example of like, "Mm, yeah, that feels good. Mm -hmm." That is like a typical way what people say and do. But then you can actually be really talking about yourself... ...and talking about your pussy... ...talking about things that are going to really connect you. And that's where the... ...you don't want to actually be thinking too much about... ...the descriptive words or whatever it is you actually want to be really focusing on what is going to make you feel good. And if it is complimenting the other person, then that's great. But it has to come from you and what you innately want to say about yourself. Now, the typical words of like, I'm wet, that feels good, they generically come from the stimulation of porn. But I actually want you to think about a little bit outside the box here. I want you to try and think of words that are going to bring you to feeling good about yourself. So this is when we really want to amplify the compliments. So you can actually say to yourself, "Mm, I feel so amazing about myself. I feel so good. And oh, this is just feeling amazing. Now that's just a little example, but for each individual, there can be a word that you might need to work on where it's like saying that you're beautiful, that you're sexy or that you truly are amazing and once you've actually had, th- had the compliments, you then can ruffle it up when it comes to more dirty words. But that depends on your erotic blueprint. If you actually are stimulated by kinkiness, if you are stimulated by sexual erotic blueprint. When you actually acknowledge that, then you can really turn up the dirty words. But I know that there are some people that will say the dirty words and it does not suit them. And that is fine. You might be an energetic person and you might say, I'm so connected to you, I love the passion that we have and I love the energetic feel that we have, like mm, that feels delicious. That's the level you can actually take if you have the energetic or even the central part, like where you actually take on this level of understanding that you don't have to always have the dirty words to connect. Now one of the things that is interesting is when you just – ...stick to the oh yeah sounds or you uh, like <laughs> where you really do moan more. What happens is people stick at a the same pace or the same tempo... ...or the same pitch should I say. But this is where you actually have to really burst it out... ...and you have to get out of your head. Now one way of actually practicing this before the sexual setting is when you're in the bedroom is you can actually create a space where you have your head in the pillow and you just moan as loud as you can. So if you have to muffle it, if you have to be mindful of other people in the house, you'll be surprised that if you're laying there with head in the pillow and you're moaning and you're moving your hips around, you will start to be ignited and you'll be turned on. Another way you can actually do it is going into your car, the only reason why I'm just laughing a little bit is because <laughs> I have done the fun and games of actually being in my car and been saying, oh, yeah, baby, like really loud. <laughs> and It's just bringing back memories here. But I had to just keep pushing. I had to keep getting higher and higher and louder and louder until I obviously I hit an uncomfortable point and then I giggled and I laughed and it was a great release. And now I know that it's getting a lot more confident because I've actually gotten to that state and that ability of being able to get to that level and it's only increasing now. So 100% there are going to feel uncomfortable moments but then you laugh about it because it's not meant to be serious. My God, if we're taking everything serious then I wouldn't be laughing every time I talk about things on here as well. So that's why we've really got to channel this up and we've got to change the way that we interact. The interesting part is we still get stuck in our own heads and the biggest reason why we get stuck in our own heads is fear and fear of judgment we're worried about what people are going to think about how we perform in the bedroom we're worried about how we're going to sound and what we're going to look as soon as you start doing the work on yourself you start to then to ignore other people around you so if you make the noise that is obviously respectful of the environment that you're in obviously i'm not going to say to Start making heaps of noises if you're at someone's house and you're holidaying with them and next minute there's just (laughs) fireworks everywhere. Hey, if you want to own it, then I'm all for that as well. But if you're someone that still is worried about the perception of other people, you pick your time, you pick your battles. But I can guarantee that if you just make noise when you're having sex and not breath, breath is meant to be happening, guys. Breath is meant to be happening. You need to be exerting that noise even more so because the biggest reason why is your muscles around your vagina are going to relax more. You're going to feel so much more stimulated and you're going to be connected like you never have before. And that's why I talk so highly about raising your vocals when it comes to sex is because you have the capacity to clench up so quickly and get so tight so quickly and you won't actually enjoy the pleasure or the sex if you are in a moment where you've gone straight back to your head or you find that the position doesn't feel right if you start to make noise your body won't seize up as much it will actually remind yourself to relax and i know this for a fact that if you are going down and giving someone a blow job and you start making noises with your mouth, you are going to feel so much more relaxed. Your body's going to feel relaxed and you're actually going to enjoy it a bit more with that as well. Every time you take action, you need to make some form of noise. And it's okay to have the moments where you don't need to make noise. You don't always have to keep making it and forcing it and being like, it's not working. (laughs) That's not what I'm trying to say here. You, You just need to increase it because... I know those women that are laying there just making nothing or they're waiting for the kissing to be the noise or they're waiting for him to do something or you're, you're constantly in your head the whole time. So why not make noise while you're interacting with someone and then you can have more of a connection for yourself and then more of a connection with your partner as well. Now, if you've done this part, you've tuned into making more noise, you're moaning more, You're if you're really into the kinky side and you're making a bit more dirty talk, I know that there also comes a point where if you've tried that and it's still not working, that is a point where you need to listen to your body. You need to listen to it because it could be many factors, whether it's the time of your period cycle and you're noticing that Your hormones are just not connecting with you or you might just feel like you really want to be connected by having just a hug and kiss and rather than actually getting penetrated. You also might be so caught up in your own head that you need to anger release this out before you take it out during sex because sex shouldn't be the predominant way that you're releasing stress and anger. Yes, it does help prevent it. Yes, it does help accumulate all those things but it's also not the best way to release it. And that's why I try and get people to use more vocals because it's then a signal to say, well, if I'm so stressed, if I'm so caught up, let me just relax my body by humming, by making noise, by saying what's actually happening before I take the next steps. And if it's still nothing, if it's still not there, then you've got something energetically and emotionally that is sitting there that's not actually making your day any better. So as much as they'll hit points, they will hit, you know, moments in, in the atmosphere where you feel a little bit of pleasure, but then it fades away, but your body's just so disconnected. And that's when we have to sort of go back to the basics of using your voice, relaxing your body and connecting to yourself so that you feel connected to yourself even more so, so that you can be so present for your partner. And, you know, I've even helped men with this as well. Like I've actually said to some of my clients that you, all, the men also have to be making noise too because that's affirming to the woman that it's feeling good as well. And once you do that, that part is super exciting because it actually has a real form of connection. And when men are making the noise, then that also shows that they're really fulfilling in that. In that desire and then they're, you know, accelerating that that pace and that, that mobility and then they're not feeling like the pressure's on them as well because they are actually connecting to their body as well. So ideally, obviously, when you're both making sound, it's freaking amazing and it's hot and you get a bit more sweaty and involved, which is good and it spices things up. But then I find that there's an issue with this though is that people then... Use noise as an excuse to cover up on what they actually are feeling. The only reason why this is a little bit frowned upon is you need to be listening to your body. You need to tell them that that needs to stop. That actually needs to take a step back and have a break. You're allowed to have a break. You do not need to keep going. Even if they're like, I'm so close, I'm almost there. If it's not feeling good look okay if they're really close and just like oh let me just get through this moment and then after that you got to get back to your pleasure point (laughs) you can't be like okay we're done okay oh shit i didn't get pleased there's got to be come back there but if if you're using it and you find that you're both not getting to the end point then that's when you actually have to stop and that's when you actually have to take a break realign your body Communicate what actually felt good, what didn't and then get back into it because the faking part of the noise is actually telling your body that this is the level of pleasure that I should receive. This is the level of fulfilment that I should receive which is no way good at all. That is a terrible way that you should be actually thinking and believing that you deserve that level of pleasure of pain at all. If it's uncomfortable, if it is not right, you need to stop. And I know that there'll be a couple of seconds where people just keep going because they just hope that it changes. But if it doesn't, that's when we speak up. That's when we really take on the approach of actually speaking up for what we want in that moment. So whether you are doing this as a relationship type and you've already been having sex for a long, long time, There's no harm in actually spicing things up and actually making noise together. And if you find that you need to silence it, then there are ways that you can put something gently in your mouth and finding it that it will muffle out the noise. You know, those pair of underwear always sitting there for no reason. So <laughs> your ones are. So I'd rather you put your own in your mouth... ...than, than anyone else's that haven't been cleaned. So <laughs> if you have to muffle, you've got your hand as well. You can always find that there are things around you... ...that you can use if you need to still make noise... ...but also be quiet. But I also find that there can be hot moments... ...where if you've got... You're doing the laundry together, and the kids are at school. Then go to town. Like, it. it there's a moments where you can find a space in a way, and there are moments where you don't have to make sound. You just are really complimenting them, and you're being soft and sensual, and you're really alluring. That this is the way that you want to connect as well. So it doesn't matter on how, what, and who, and where. All I'm trying to get here is that when you participate in making noise you have so much more connection to your body and you will feel so much more relaxed and your vagina will be more relaxed because we spend so much of our time holding the muscles around our vagina because we're going through our period cycle and we're shoving things up there not talking about penis here i'm talking about all the sanitary products that we shove up there we find that when we stress we also have those muscles down there that actually do contract and hold the emotional stress that comes from it as well. I can guarantee you probably have not relaxed your vagina right now. Like I want you just to relax it right now because I can guarantee you probably had it up in a position that was naturally where you hold it and you just need to let it relax. Just let it relax, girlfriend. Just let it relax because we we tense and we hold our bodies and rather than actually just... Letting it flow. So, I'm just going to remind you again just let it, let your vagina just drop. Just let it, let it flow. Just let it go. <laughs> and even if you're like, hey, Lynn, I've got period pains, that's okay. You need to have some moments where you're letting it just flop. And as I'm saying this, I'm literally doing this myself because we get so caught up in what we need to do around us that we just don't have those little reminders. And I'm that annoying person that's going to remind you about when you actually need to be relaxing your vulva. and that's why it's so important that you do that as well oh my goodness girlfriend it is so <laughs> fascinating to be able to talk about this in a new studio when i can see people walking past and i'm just talking about vaginas and making noises and <laughs> it's freaking hilarious <laughs> oh but that's the thing i know that The more that we keep talking about these uncomfortable topics, the more that people then realise, and I hope that the next time that you have sex or intercourse, that you just remember this little pinpoint moment. You're like, okay, Caitlin, I'm going to make sure I make some more noise with my vocals. It's really funny. Make some noise with your vocals. Also make sure that you are relaxing your vagina randomly because we are so tight with it. The other part that I really want to make sure that you are doing is speaking up. And if you find that you're really struggling with this, then please reach out to me because I'm more than happy to help you and take those steps that you need. Because all the advice that I give is always going to be important but it's until I hear your situation and what's going on for you and what we need to look at, that is more of a connection piece because I really want to hear you out and hear what you have to say because our bodies are completely different. So let's talk about it, girlfriend, and let's get all nice and juicy. (laughs) But no, I do want to thank you as always for tuning in and listening in to my sexy voice and know that there is no uncomfortable topics here and I'm always happy to talk in any way possible. So... Make sure you're looking after your your V girlfriend (laughs) and I can't wait to hear the stories of you making more noise and getting more pleasure because mm, you really deserve it. But I wanna thank the Hill Studio for letting me come here and start this new exciting chapter with the podcast. I'm just so excited to see where this goes and the best part about it is it's got some extra seats so some extra guests can come on board and yeah I've got some really exciting things coming up with our podcast so yeah I it feels like a new chapter new beginning but if anything I just know that you're just gonna have to get used to all these conversations because they're still gonna keep happening despite that I can see everyone's faces out <laughs> so i But no, thanks, my love. I appreciate you. Much love. Stay kinky and know that I'm always here for your friend. Thank you for joining me on this empowering journey. Your time is precious and I'm grateful you've chosen to spend it here with me. Remember, you deserve to be heard, seen, valued and supported every step of the way. To ensure you never miss an episode filled with inspiration and growth, make sure to subscribe to our podcast. And don't forget to check out our show notes. They're the ultimate resource hub for any links or resources mentioned during our conversation. Until our paths cross again, keep embracing your inner confidence, unleashing your power and living your best life. You are capable of incredible things, my love. Until next time, take care, stay empowered, and remember, you go girlfriend. Woo!